Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome aboard the stream boat. It's the world famous bot on the stream podcast. It's a weekly news and chat show, The Wave. It is indeed. I, put, I, I said all the information in an order. You did. <laughs> I don't know what order it was, but it was an order. <laughs> How are you, Nick? I'm really good. How are you? I'm really good as well. Had a good week. Long week. Seems like a long week this week. They they made this one longer. Did they? Yeah. Bastards. <laughs> Did you not get that memo? No. It's, it do you know why? Like I think it is. Why? Because for reasons no one has managed to explain to me, in my opinion, in a satisfactory manner. Okay. What is the point in us putting the clocks back? <laughs> it's a very good point. <laughs> because Because you get like, it gets you about three weeks worth of a bit of light in the morning yeah if that and now we're past that yeah and it's just dark again just feels like it's dark all the time it feels like an outdated tradition that we need to stop now yeah yeah i'm on board let's just not do it change approved what would happen if just some people didn't do it some people did, oh that would lead to a healthy chaos it would, wouldn't it if i'm like rocking up to work an hour, I've done it and nobody an else. An hour has. behind, every, or like, or 10 of us are rocking up an hour behind the other 50. What is time anyway? It's just a concept. Exactly. Who's to say? What if bus companies did it, but train companies didn't? Amazing. It'd be I'd, brilliant. Yeah, it would be. Let's just, let's cause some chaos. The trains are never late. No. But the buses, buses are always, are always late. early. <laughs> I'd be brilliant. It would. Yeah. Um, I think some companies, have stopped. some companies have stopped, haven't they? Uh, yeah. Some countries have stopped. <laughs> some sorry, companies, not companies. Yeah. Some countries have stopped. Yeah. Maybe we need to get on board. Maybe if we what? maybe if we get all of our politicians back in Westminster and out of jungles, then we'll uh, we'll do that. What's your sort of natural wake up and if you didn't have if to I go to if if, yeah, forget about like <laughs> like responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Commitments. Um to... I think probably somewhere between half eight and half nine, maybe. Yeah. I'm quite a late riser. Time to get your head down. When I've not got any responsibilities, yeah. like one. Like just what's your natural body, yeah. Yeah, I don't get tired till about one-ish. Yeah. But I try, I have to force myself to go to bed at 11 when I'm going to work. Sure. That's my bedtime. Yeah. And then I get up. My alarm goes off at quarter to seven. Nice. So I think, yeah, push that back a couple of hours. Yeah, That's probably my natural, I'm, I'm my naturalness. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I used to be, I used to be able to lie in bed all day, but too old for that now. Sure, you're a... Uh... Old. You're a modern man with a busy schedule. I am, indeed. No time for... No time for lazing around in bed. Sure. Got to catch these days. Yeah. Make the most of them. <laughs> Won't have many left. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, it's gone dark. <laughs> have you been up to anything much, Nick? Uh, do you know what? I've not had the most exciting week. No? Out Still of necessity. Decorating? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not going to bore people. No. But I am, yeah. You usually do. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I won't bore people with this okay. insight into my exciting life, but um, yeah, Operation Decorate is nearly complete. Nearly complete. So can't wait to see it. Excited. Not that yeah. I've seen I, I literally often, but... have paint on me. You all do. The time, so I, I, Your I've hair's got... getting really long. I like it. Is that a, is that a choice? Is it? No. Yeah, it's really long. <laughs> I've got I've got a slightly different style. So I like it's it. Longer on top, shorter at the sides. I like it. it suits but you. I, I am about to do a haircut. I think. Don't leave it. Well, yeah, but the size need tidying up. Yeah, they do. It, otherwise, but... it just mushrooms out. <laughs> I'll do a haircut. I get like a white man's fro. <laughs> what fro? Yeah. Cool. I've got uh, some new artwork, artwork on the walls. Yeah, here. I like your artwork. Um, artwork. 
It's good. That's good, isn't it? We've got... I think if someone said to me, what three TV <laughs> shows and movies will I choose for these new bits of artwork on the streamboat? I, I think I'd accurately guess two of them. Oh, really? I think I'd guess the two movies. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wouldn't necessarily guess you'd choose better course or but yeah. I approve of the My choice. plan is to go for the didn't the breaking bad one was out of stock. Yeah. So I I wanted four because three's an odd number. Yeah. I uh, can I tease? Can I offer a tease? Yeah. And say that maybe maybe soon uh we'll give give it. people the chance to have a look on board the streamboat in more detail. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We'll leave maybe that there join the now. Discord and see what happens. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you should do that. Maybe you should. Yeah. Discord links in the show notes always is. Should we do some Netflix news? Let's do that. What have we got? Stuff. Uh, let's start with a show which is coming to Netflix in the new year, which, you know, I like a gimmick. I do. I would. You wouldn't believe how many times I've been sent this this week. Really? <laughs> like three, four times. <laughs> I, no. can, well, I can well imagine. But it's, is it is really exciting. This is because you host a world famous uh, Netflix based podcast. Exactly. And people listen to it and go, oh, you, That's some Netflix you, news. you know about know. this? Yeah. And I didn't the first time. <laughs> that's that's how <laughs> you know things work. Uh, the first time you wouldn't know. Well, let's share this with everyone. Yeah, and that is uh, the fact that Netflix have announced a release date for an upcoming show called Kaleidoscope. Yeah, uh, which is going to hit uh, the streaming service in January. New Year's Day, I think it's coming out. Uh, yeah. 1st of January, Kaleidoscope is a is a crime slash heist thriller TV show. Yeah. Eight episodes. The gimmick is that this series will be presented to you, the Netflix subscriber, non-sequentially. Yeah. So if I were to go in and look at the show on January the 1st, I would have the episodes in a certain order. Yeah. You would go in yeah. and have them... In a different order. Yeah. Uh, and the idea and you here, can watch them in any order you want. You yes, don't have to watch, you don't them, have to watch them in the order they're presented no. to you. You can watch them in any, any order you want. And by doing that, Netflix is saying this will create a unique viewing experience for you. As you will watch, obviously, the same story unfold, but in a slightly different order from different character viewpoints, depending on the order you watch it, yeah. you will get a different perspective on, you know, you might gravitate towards one character yeah i might think oh johnny johnny's brilliant and you might think johnny's a dickhead or who's johnny seen, or who's johnny exactly <laughs> that, but you that's might, that's fine. but yeah right. and you might think well i've seen this side of him and which i haven't seen yet i think it's a fantastic idea i think if if done well yeah there's, there's definitely that's the big caveat interest. isn't it if done well yeah but yeah it's how seamless will it be yeah that 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 but that's enough to get me on board to want to watch this good uh, cast as well yeah the cast uh Includes Giancarlo Esposito, one of the busiest men in TV. D- definitely. Think, we would say. Paz Vega, Rufus Sewell, Tati Gabrielle, Peter Mark Kendall. Uh, the show follows a crew of master thieves who work to unlock a seemingly unbreakable vault for the biggest payday in history. Uh, Netflix added, before they can get their hands on the cash, they must make it through the world's most powerful corporate security team and the FBI. Hmm. Uh, the series will have eight non-sequential episodes sorted in a random order for different Netflix viewers. Netflix explained that each episode will be named after a colour. 
Okay. Every viewer will eventually see all the episodes, but the order in which they watch them will affect the viewpoint of their story, says so Netflix. It's going to be really interesting for us because if we watch one, and I, if I watch one and you watch one, we're going to find it really difficult to talk about on here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> kind of got to watch it in the same week, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Eric Garcia is the creator, and he says, uh, we've, had a great, we've had great fun doing this. For example... You'll have questions asked in one episode, answered in another. But you'll, for other people, they'll get answers before they've even had the before question. Before they even know what the question is. <laughs> uh, look, sounds gimmicky. If done well, could be really interesting. Yeah, uh, I really and like look, this. This is the beauty of streaming. And yeah, try shit. Yeah, the fact that you can tailor it and and rant or randomize it for for yeah. different viewers is is. Oh, it's cool. It is cool. I'm it's really cool, excited cool to try idea. it out. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, yeah, New Year's Day, Kaleidoscope. Check it out, everybody. Uh, I'm sure we will talk about it if we... It's going to be tough to avoid spoilers. How would you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> is. Yeah. Absolute minefield. Hmm. This is the probably the big news story of the week, isn't it? Game news. Yeah. Big, big game story for Netflix. And I think we kind of... From following Netflix game news over the past few months and year or so when they've been snapping up studios yeah. and, and, and releasing mobile games, we kind of thought that this might be It seemed like it's been coming, didn't it? Uh, well, this week, Netflix have uh, basically put a load of job advertisements out yeah. in the games industry. Uh, you can go and work for Netflix Game Studio. Uh, they're looking for a game director... Uh, with experience in shoot 'em ups to work on a brand new AAA PC game. Wow. Netflix is after people with extensive experience in this. Uh, and it the project is being led by a, a chap called Chaco Sunny, cool who man. used to be uh, a producer on Overwatch and was formerly vice president at Blizzard. Right. So okay. this sounds like it is, yeah, Netflix's first foray into a a major game. We had a, we had a feeling it was coming. It, it seems like it's coming. Uh, you know uh, what this means in reality is it's a couple of years away. Yes, yeah, but it takes ages. The to wheels make a, are in motion. It takes ages to make a PC game or any sort of video game. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. No, no details. So, I mean, no ideas yet. As if this is, as if this will be based on a Netflix property. Will it be something totally original? Uh, and they're just, you know, it's coming out of their stable. Who knows? Yeah, but it will be included in your subscription, and you yeah. can just go onto Netflix and play it. Interesting. We'll definitely give you more game news as it comes. More game news now. <laughs> okay, quick turnaround because it has come. Um, I guess this isn't the one then. It's it's not really game news. I'm being okay. a bit facetious. But it's news about something that was a game. Right. Uh, and that thing is Splinter Cell. Okay. And I think we've mentioned before that Netflix are doing a animated or an anime uh, sort of adaptation we of have Splinter indeed. Cell. Yep. Well, the BBC are getting in on the act. What? So some kind of contract fine print or or legal agreement has come into place because the BBC are also doing an adaptation of Splinter Cell. Okay. Except theirs 
is a radio show. Like a drama. Like the Archers? Yeah, it's going on Radio 4. What? And will later be released on their, like, podcast app. Yeah, BBC Sound. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, the Splinter Cell is a new Radio 4 drama coming on Friday, December the 2nd. That is really interesting. I don't, I don't feel like they've got a big audience crossover between Radio 4, Radio 4 and Splinter Cell. It feels not. Is that why you have, like, the shipping forecast? Yeah, and, and the Archers and things. <laughs> Well, joining the cast of this BBC Splinter Cell adaptation are Sasha Darwan, okay. Will Poulter. Will Poulter? And someone from the Archers, actually. Someone from the Archers. <laughs> What's the Archers? That's, that, that's about farmers, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's it's like, like a drama. It's been on running. for like 75 years or something. Yeah, radio soap opera. Um, I mean, this feels kind of... It's the second time in recent history that the Archers has come up on this show as well. <laughs> yeah, because we, we chatted about one of the actresses was really old. Yes, we did. She's been yeah. in like a hundred yeah. years worth of episodes or something. We um, at, at first I'm thinking, well, this seems quite sort of antiquated doing a radio job. Yeah, but it's not really because you know, like, I didn't realize it still happened. But you have um, you get yeah, people like Marvel. They've got into the whole exclusive. Yeah. with you know, there's like a Wolverine podcast audio serial thing. And yeah, it's, you get audio dramas on podcasts, but, I suppose. Yeah, Splinter Cell being on Radio 4 seems <laughs> like a... It's bizarre. A strange... Are you going to tune in? I don't know, maybe. Probably not. I mean, <laughs> I just think it's interesting that the same property is, you know, now going out on different adaptations, one on the BBC, one on Netflix. Yeah, that is really uh, And neither of them probably what you would have thought, because you may, may think Splinter Cell lends itself to a live action. Yeah. And neither of them are Neither of them are that. It's a... An audio drama or an animated drama. Yeah. Next. Okay. Uh, next is an update on, I think, a, rea- a reality show that, again, I think we have mentioned in the news a long, long time ago. And that is the new dance competition coming to Netflix. Can't wait. You know, when we were talking the other week about what uh, reality show would we like to be in? Yeah. I think if I remember dance monsters exist, <laughs> that would be it for me. What is Dance Monsters? Dance Monsters, if I just um, jog your memory, is the reality show from Netflix in which judges judge someone dancing, but the person dancing is accompanied by a CGI creature, (laughs) either partnering them or getting in the way. And basically, it's, it's a talent competition, but you have to dance with something that's not there. Is it celebrities or normal, I don't normal gen pop? Believe so. So there's gen a load pop? of basically a load of um, motion capture people. Okay. You uh, dance either as or with a monster. <laughs> Eight episodes arrive on Netflix. It seems on December the sixteenth. Seems prime for Gogglebox. They'll be all it over does, that. Doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, the judging panel panel Hello? include. Why can't either of us talk? <laughs> I don't know. Ashley Banjo. Of course it does. Uh, There's always a banjo. And Neo. <laughs> where they've dug him up from. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. But uh, if that's your thing, it's kind of, it's just jumping on the whole masked Yeah, of course it is. Well, there's thing, already yeah. a masked dancer, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, but there's not a CGI dancer. Not yet. Well, there is now. There is now. Next. Uh, final piece of Netflix news. Yeah. That the, now the biggest... Netflix studio in Europe 
yeah. has newly opened. Okay. Do you know where it is? No. Would you like to guess? Have we talked about it before? Briefly remember us talking about sure. it. I'm not sure. Is it in this country? No. I don't know. <laughs> it Fact. may have been previously. Oh, okay. But uh, a new facility has opened this week, which... Is it in Switzerland? No. Why would it be in Switzerland? I thought it was just the first country that came to my head. Spain. Spain. Just outside Madrid. Netflix's biggest European studio. Uh, Complex? Complex, yeah. All the mod cons, makeup facilities, uh, campus. It's all there, just outside Madrid. And we know that Netflix has got, look, big investment in Spanish language. Yeah, they love the Spanish dramas. Um, Money Heist, just off the top of my head, is a huge hit for them. Aramentari. Sounds, sounds all right to me. <laughs> going and yeah, I'll go filming go some movies in sunny Spain. Yeah, sounds good to me. Let's do it. Next. Okay, movie news. Movie news. Uh, there's a new director on board of Marvel's Blade. Okay. Uh, because there have we needed been one. Several creative changes to that. Right. Uh, yeah, the previous director, Bassam Tariq, uh, dropped out. Uh, Mahashala Ali is still on board as the star uh, but the new director is none other than Jan Demange oh okay uh, who you may be aware I don't know if we've I don't know if we've talked about this show but he was the guy behind Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country I watched a f- couple of episodes of Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country <laughs> <laughs> don't get that mixed up don't say that wrong um, yeah so we probably would have talked about it at the time I didn't never finished it yeah so um there are the changes there, and uh, a few new writers have been brought on to overhaul the screenplay as well. Oh, okay. uh, Hollywood Reporter says the tone of this movie is dark and gritty. <laughs> uh, I suppose it has to be. A Blade movie's got to be dark and gritty, hasn't it? Kind of a jovial... I mean, I, I think so. Yeah, you're kind of a jovial Marvel Blade, can you? I mean, it, it seems probably quite antiquated and, and almost retro now, but... For me, those Blade movies, I mean, the third one's pretty bad. Yeah. But the first two, best non-Marvel Marvel movies? Yeah, probably. They'd be right up there, wouldn't they? Yeah, they'd, they'd be right up, right up Pre there. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Universe. Pre the MCU. Do you remember a time before the MCU? Vaguely. Vaguely. Very vaguely. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll look forward to that. It's, it's a long way off, but it's coming. Yeah, and it, it'll be interesting to see how that happens. Because, you know, Blade, again... Not necessarily the most family friendly. No. But we know we've got Deadpool coming to the MCU yeah, as well. Exactly. And he's far from family friendly. So long way off. Let's see how these two fit in. Yeah. The MCU is growing up with its audience, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's it. Any more? Yeah. Keep so uh, Tyler Gillet and Matt Bettinelli. Uh maybe most famous for directing the recent Scream movie. Yes, they would be. And, and I think they're on board for the upcoming... I can't even remember what all these Scream movies are called. I just call them Scream. So you've got Scream 1, 2, 3, 4, Scream, and now Scream 6. Okay. They have some sort of aversion to 5. <laughs> but yeah, the next one is called Scream 6. Uh, they have been... Uh, they have signed up to a re- reboot... Of the John Carpenter classic, Escape from New York. Wow. Uh, which is quite funny because I feel like we watched <laughs> the third movie in that last season on yeah. this show where we watched Lockout, which yeah. was Escape from New York in space. In space. Escape from New New York. 
Uh, John Carpenter is going to be on board as an executive producer. Okay. Now, I'll be quite interesting, interested to see what how how do we approach this? Because Kurt Russell's still around. Yeah. You know, do we? Is he going to be involved in some way? Is this going to be a total fresh cut on this? Surely you got you've got to go fresh, have you not? Not not we're not doing the Indiana Jones the sort of handing the baton. Oh yeah, maybe maybe he could cameo in it. I'm not. He's not going to be the main. Oh no, no. Star. I, yeah. But yeah, he could have a cameo. I'll let him have a cameo. For me, those the Escape from New York and Escape from LA. I think they're. They're one of one of the movies that always pop into my head when I think about what's a cult movie. Yeah. Get cult movie from that era. Yeah. It's like people worship those movies, don't the they? The people who like them. L- love them. Love them. <laughs> I haven't seen them for a very long time. No, I it's been probably a while since the eighties. I I don't know. Maybe uh, look, let's see what happens. I, I kind of feel maybe it stands more chance if it's a evolution of the universe rather than, look, here's Snake Plissken. Yeah. If we're just remaking it. I don't know. That That is my initial reaction anyway. Yeah. It feels like a, it's going to be more of a remake than a reboot. Yeah. We will keep you updated. Of course we will. It's nearly December. Can we do a bit of Christmas news? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Tree's going up at work tomorrow, so we are more than welcome to do Christmas. Right, I think, and I think, I'm not spoiling anything to say, probably somewhere in the next month or so, for one of our real talks, we we can do, what's your favourite Christmas movie? Yeah, maybe we'd have a Christmas-themed month of real talks. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, not not a bad idea. We'll we'll discuss that offline. (laughs) Uh, News this week that will make a lot of Muppet Christmas Carol completists very <laughs> happy because uh, on December the 2nd, yep. it is having a limited cinematic release. Nice. Restored in 4K. Oh, wow. With a previously removed song, When Love Is Gone, added back in. Oh, right. Nice. Um, which was previously sort of a DVD extra right. on, on past releases. Disney Plus... I've then confirmed that the same restored print with the with the extra song in will arrive on Disney Plus on December the 9th. Oh, wow. So, treats all around. Treats all around. We're getting a full-on restored... People, people love that movie. People watch, That's like, I watch this every Christmas. It's that movie, isn't it? It's my dad's favourite Christmas movie. Is it really? It is great. It's brilliant. It is brilliant. Uh, this is a, will only be interesting to sort of real nerds. So I find it interesting. This is kind of a story within the story. It's that Disney Plus have said, you just got to, basically, you just got to look a little bit harder for it when it arrives on Disney Plus. Right. Because they're putting the extended edition in the extras tab for the movie. Oh, right. So they're almost building like the DVD menu. That, that is really interesting. Something we have sort of said Netflix should do yeah. many times. Yeah, that is quite interesting. So if you go to that show, you can also because all the, all so you, you have in watch... it is like your episodes and your trailers. Yeah, but why not have all your behind the scenes stuff? Yeah, there and well? you can have now the original cut or this new yeah. extended 4K version. Yeah, how many people are going to go in and watch the wrong one though? Well, 
It's coming up to Christmas. Well, so it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a great Go movie. Go watch that. Go and watch that. Yeah. So put a smile on your face. 100%. I'm not even a massive Muppets fan, but it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, it is. Best Muppets movie? Yes. Yeah, I think it is. Pure Muppets, but yes. Yeah. I really like the Muppets movie. The Jason Segel was it? The reboot. Yeah, that, yeah. But that was the, great. Yeah. I think it is the best Muppet movie. Yeah. Cool. Maybe that could be one of our real talks. What's the best Muppet movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might just be people saying those, one those. of those. Two. <laughs> <laughs> that's, may close ourselves off a bit. <laughs> uh, that's all the news good this week. Good work. Well done. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I've not watched a ton of stuff. I have watched a couple of bits. Okay. Uh, I watched two, maybe three, I can't exactly remember, <laughs> episodes of Zac Efron's oh, Down right, to well. Earth. Down to Earth, his new Australian. In which basically he was imprisoned in Australia. <laughs> yeah, so he's like... <laughs> through COVID. So he's stuck there, so he's like, I'm going to make a documentary about Australia. Yeah. Why not? But I'm bringing everyone out. I'm going to bring all my friends out. No, I, it's good. He's really... Plastic? We did note... Can we talk about what has happened to Zac Efron's face? That <laughs> he didn't quite look how I remember him looking. <laughs> he's No, I agree. <laughs> he goes on about saving the world and all this, but he's definitely got more plastic in no, his but face I, than he did have before. I d- show my complete lack of um, preparation for the show. Yeah. I do have an inkling in the back of my head that he, he may have had a, some sort of facial injury. Okay. Well, if that's true, then I will take that back. But I don't know if it needed as much work as it clearly had. We noticed the same thing. Good. I'm glad. (laughs) Um, I can't take my eyes off it. (laughs) But the show itself is really good. It's really interesting. I I think my favourite one was when they went mushroom foraging. Yeah, that's the second episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting. Uh, the guy just cooked some loads. Those burgers and things looked amazing. That brisket. I I thought, look, it's... Yeah, it's really interesting. I've got a new animal phobia. Okay. I'm absolutely terrified of Tasmanian devils. <laughs> what fucking hell are they? <laughs> Scary, horrible little bastards. They're like ferrets on acid, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, they're terrifying. And they're in those pods. Yeah. Like, no, thank you. No, it's great. It's a good show. Uh, and I've watched one episode of The Crown. The new series? Yeah. Any good? Uh, I didn't really pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed all right. I'm hearing. I'm not hearing good things about yeah. it. It's not, not going down well. Yeah. So... They've had to, again, make a statement today that it isn't real. I'd Why? Say. Why is this? Princess Margaret's ex-lady-in-waiting has come out and said it's not realistic. Right. And Netflix like, yeah, we know. <laughs> we've told you a million times. I like the one, Just and I know we've talked about this before, so I don't want to touch on it too much, where John Major came out and was yeah. like, well, I don't think it's a very accurate portrayal of me. And I'm sitting there thinking... Dude, the guy who's playing you used to be married to Angelina Jolie. Of course, it's not an accurate portrayal of you. What planet are you on? Come on. He can get Angelina Jolie, you get Edwina Curry. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it, I, I love I, it, it. It really annoys me how people who associate with this, the Royals just... They can't How get their head around it. stupid they think the audience are. They just that cannot get their head around out. it at all. That, the that, contempt which they are holding just anyone who watches The Crown. Netflix must love it because it's just publicity for them. They're, all they can say and all they ever do say is, yeah, 
we've always said it's not real. Yeah. It's based it's based we've on never claimed it's real. We've never claimed you're it's saying real. That. But you're giving us all this free publicity, yeah. all the time for it. We'll just keep making this same statement. It's yeah. great. I'd love them to just put at the start of each episode, this is not fucking real in big black <laughs> letters on the start. That's so funny. It makes me laugh every time it comes up in the news. It's always in the news now. But yeah, I noticed it again today. Yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's it for me. Talking, uh, going on the uh, watched one episode theme. I've watched yep. one episode of eighteen ninety nine. I bet you had a better time watching <laughs> that than I did. I did. I thought crowd. it was really good. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to do more of them. Good. I've heard great things. It's a really good. I guess it's a part. You call it a pilot episode. Sure. It didn't feel much like a pilot episode, but it was. It was really good. It set the story up really nicely. Good. So yeah, I was definitely going back to that. I finished Ancient Apocalypse. Oh yes, that's really interesting. This show. show. I know we mentioned it a bit last week. Seems to have been in on my radar quite a bit this week. I've seen a few articles and chatter online about Netflix's most dangerous show. Yeah. 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 The, my one criticism of it would be that this guy's there. He's putting his point of view out there. This is his theory and he's trying to prove it. But he at no point explains what the alternate side of this story so is. So it's not a balanced. It's not nowhere near yeah. a balanced account. Because all he, all he says all the way through is archaeologists hate me and they will not even consider my theories yeah these are my theories and he doesn't he, do, he won't even talk to a archaeologist right so if you get one side of this is what this guy thinks which is fine and it's really interesting but you've but then everybody's now going well this guy's clearly right because they've watched this eight episode documentary front on netflix <laughs> and you're like yeah but what's what's the opposite what what the archaeologists yeah, really like people comparing him to like a flat earther yeah all of his theories are sound. You, they seem to be backed up by evidence that he's presenting in this show. But it's not It's not a balanced documentary if that's what you're going in looking for. But it is really interesting. And some of the sites that he goes to are amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did that. And I also watched Slumberland at the weekend. Oh, Jason great. Jason Momoa's yeah, yeah. new family drama. I've seen a trailer a couple of times. I mean, it looks Beautiful. a visual fest. That's from mainly the, from my the eyes, main reason even. why I watched it yeah. is because I'm like, that looked really nice on my new TV. Sure. <laughs> and did it, it did. Yes, it did Lovely. look beautiful. And it's actually quite good. It's a proper little nice family movie. You can sit and watch it with the kids. Great. Although the dad dies at the beginning, so <laughs> there is that. <laughs> but yeah, it's nice. It's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. Had a lot of... Nice. Jason Momoa was great in it. It seems like the sort I've got of got a lot of time for that guy. Yeah, I have as well. It seems like the sort of thing Russell Brand would have made ten years ago. Okay, but now he's a madcap conspiracy theorist as well. Is so he's <laughs> like, we we'll just give his roles to Jason Momoa now. I hope he's a bit of an upgrade. <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it feels like that's the sort of role he would have got ten, fifteen years ago. But yeah, it was great. And then I went to the cinema last night. Oh, lovely! I went to the opening night of Bones and All. Sure, it's Timothy Chalamet's new movie. Yeah. with Taylor Russell. I thought it was excellent. Oh, good. I really enjoyed it. The The person I went with did not. Oh. So it's going to divide a few people. Um, it's the guy who made... It's the same director as the guy who made Call, Call Me By Your Name. Yes. So it's his reuni- reunion with Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. And I think it's great energy that they've decided to make a film about cannibals. And nobody's really noticed. Because it's so good. Okay. <laughs> it's like... Well, we can't make this sequel that we wanted to make because Army Hammer's a cannibal. So let's just go and make movies about cannibals. <laughs> and I think it's great that they've just gone, fuck it, I'm going to do that. But no, I really enjoyed it. It's a really, really nice, beautiful love story yeah. between two beautiful people who just happen to be cannibals. 
And it's important to have hobbies. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's it's a romantic horror. Yeah. It's what it's been described as and it's what it is. It's it's a horror movie. It is a horror movie. I'm glad you liked it. But it's also really Why did the other person not like it? Um I can, whenever I go to the cinema with this person, um she I can tell she's not enjoying something because she'll start sighing. <laughs> she would just be like oh. and then occasionally she'll just turn and look at me. And the third time she looked at me, I just went, All right. <laughs> she's like, fucking bullshit. She just didn't enjoy it. She didn't. She couldn't get in, on board with the cannibalism idea. I don't think because they're not choosing to be cannibals. They, they're presented as this is a different race of humans. Got ya. Who have no? They're like vampires, I guess. They have no choice. They have to feed. Yeah. And in that universe, this is a normal. This thing is a normal, but it's kind of underground. Nobody really knows it's yeah. out there. No, they don't make a big deal out of it. But they they meet more of them along the way, and it seems like there's more. Got ya. More of these people out there than you would believe there would be. But when you've got a, a cast, Mark Rylance is in it. Oh, yeah. And he's wonderful. Another very it? busy man. <laughs> yeah, very busy man. He plays creepy cannibal better than you could have imagined anybody okay. would be able to. He's really, really good in it. And I had an idea where it was going at the end. And it didn't go there. It's, it's kind of teased me that that's where it was going. And then it swerved up in a different direction. And they right. actually that ending was better, better than the idea I had in my head of where it was going. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I would highly recommend it. It's only just come out. It came out yesterday. So. Nice. It is out there, and Timothy Chalamet is so skinny. <laughs> I feel like he might be ill. <laughs> but I, think Ill. I think he's doing it on purpose because nobody else has, or nobody else out there is really doing it. Yeah, there's not really any like skinny boys playing the skinny boy <laughs> roles. He's getting all the junkie roles he wants. He could have all of them. Yeah, it's good. I enjoyed good. it. Good. Recommend from me. Solid recommend. Shall we quickly nip through the Netflix top ten? Let's do that. Yeah, and then we'll headline with Real Talk, which we've remembered to do this week. Oh, yeah. Okay, Netflix top 10 movies in the English language for week commencing the November the 14th to November the 20th. Number 10, I am Vanessa Gwillen. Any ideas what that is? No. no normally, it looks like a documentary. <laughs> uh, number nine is Enola Holmes, the f- original. Still in the charts, doing well. Made a reappearance in this week's charts. The Good Nurse is number eight. That's sticking around. That's been around for ages now. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. I don't really know anybody who's watched it either. Nobody's really talked about it to me. So, No, considering like... How much it's been in the charts. Oscar-winning Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, it's in it as well. Yeah. But no, it's doing well. Minions and More 2. Okay. Any ideas? I think it's just like uh, various shorts from Illumination. Right, okay. Animation. Like an anthology movie. No, I think it's like, you know how Pixar do their shorts before their movies. I think it's like... So just loads of just different short movies. Them, yeah. Christmas With You is at number six. We're coming into December. The Christmas movies hit yeah, the charts. Yeah, because we needed... Uh, it's been too long since we've had a Freddie Prinze Jr. <laughs> is that who's Christmas movie. I think that's him in oh, that looks picture. looks like him, yeah. Wow. Where the Crawdads Sing is at number five. Sure. Seen that, it's good. Recommend from me. Number four, Enola Holmes 2. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown's doing well in the charts this week. He is. The Wonder is at number three. I want to get to this. I'm going to get to this. This was my choice when I watched Slumberland the other day. It was yeah. this or this. And I went with Slumberland because it looked nicer on the TV. But I feel like this is more of me sort of movie. So I'm, I'll probably get to this this weekend, to be honest. Flo Poe can do no row. Gunga. <laughs> she can't. She's great. We love Flo Poe on this show. Number two is Slumberland. I think Netflix might be surprised that those two have 
come in at two and three this week because Possibly. they were their two big releases for this yeah. week. And they're not neither of them have got certainly one. both had a lot of the machine behind them. Definitely slumber. But they have been they've been gazumped to gazumped the number one spot by the Lindsay Lohan <laughs> comeback story. Yeah. And some dude out of glee <laughs> in Falling for Christmas. Yeah. I mean, it beat The Wonder by 11 million hours. And it and beat Slumberland by 4 million hours. And it's in its second week. Yeah. Outperforming both of those new entries. Plus Enola Holmes too as well, which is also yeah. like two or three weeks old now. It's, yeah, it's Lindsay Lohan's just got that buzz about her, apparently. Yeah. Well, it's, it's people, it's, it's women putting their Christmas trees up wanting to watch Christmas movies while they do it, I imagine. But I, I am certain I will, before Christmas is out, <laughs> I will have seen this movie. Cool, I'll be interested in your review of it. <laughs> I mean, a Christmas movie is a Christmas movie. You don't get many... I was going to say, you don't get many bad Christmas movies. You do get bad Christmas movies, but they all make you feel the same, don't you they? Get, you get the nice... They get a problem. pass. Yeah. yeah to a do. degree, don't they? Yeah. You, you're not turning on Falling for Christmas starring Lindsay Lohan <laughs> and expecting a groundbreaking story no you're you're getting a Lindsay lohan christmas movie yeah this is the sort of movie that would have been on like hallmark a few years ago of course it is now it's number one on netflix yeah because there's a market out there for this got this kind of christmas movie there's two in the charts yeah this this would have cost a you know (laughs) a couple of dollars to make slumberland's tens and tens if not hundreds of millions yeah and look what got watched more exactly there's two of these movies in the charts and we're still in november yeah so there's more of them. There'll be more in the charts. Give it two weeks. weeks. This will all be Christmas movies. It will. As far as the eye can see. It will indeed. It's not a bad thing. TV shows in the English language. Okay. Love is Blind season three is at number 10. Excellent. From Scratch is a limited series at number nine. Not what that is. Any ideas? Uh, I am not familiar. A little garbage. Uh. <laughs> um, Warrior Nun season one is at eight. It is. Warrior Nun gets a really big range and I've... It seems like a really stupid concept. It is a stupid concept. I mean, I watched like the oh, first one. Did you? Yeah, wait, when that first came out. Oh, I might have to give it a try. It's fine. It's yeah. just silly. Uh, number seven is Ancient Apocalypse, season one. We've just previously talked about that. That's that show I've just been talking about. Uh, number six is Manifest, season one. Uh, number five is Warrior Nun, season two. Yep. Number four is Dead to Me season three. Oh, I didn't know that was back. I didn't know that was back. I either. need to watch that. I've watched the first two seasons. Me, me too. I have also. Uh, Manifest season four is at number three. Uh, 1899 season one is at number one. Oh, uh, number two. Sorry. Uh, look at the gap between two and three there. 79 million viewing hours for 1899 season one and yeah. 35 for Manifest season four. And then The Crown goes in at number one with 84 million hours this week. Yeah. Wow. But they're all like an hour long. Yes, they are. That's fair. Uh, whereas I don't think, for example, Dead to Me, I don't think they, I think they were only like half an hour, so. Yeah, I think you're probably right. But even so, it's big numbers, big numbers. Hmm. Uh, none of those shows are real. No, none of them. <laughs> Ancient Apocalypse is a documentary and that also might not be real. So. <laughs> <laughs> but the one that's definitely not real is The Crown. Okay. It's not real. <laughs> it's just got real people in it. Cool. That's the charts done. Happy with the charts? I'm delighted. Manifest Season 1, incidentally, has been in the charts now for 22 weeks. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> it's a good word of mouth, that is. Yeah, absolutely. Should we do a real talk, Nick? We, we forgot last week. 
we did probably do on this week but that's okay you know these, these things can happen we did do a real talk this week and what we simply wanted to know from people is what is your favorite movie plot twist yes God, so, we see a lot of them on this show. We do. We do indeed. Sometimes 10 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Uh, but fair warning, there might be some spoilers here. Just uh, Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, we'll try and avoid it's them. It's quite we possible. Can, but... I'm not going to try very hard. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll maybe give you a quick warning. warning. Well, if you hear a film that you don't want to know the twist in, just skip for like 10 seconds. <laughs> You're fine. But we'll try not to give them away. Uh, I didn't get any responses on social media. People need to hit me up more on social media. Okay. But maybe we should put it out a bit earlier. We'll work, that, we'll, we'll work on that. Maybe we just need to be better <laughs> at social media. Okay. Anybody I... want to do our social media for us? That'd be lovely. <laughs> I... We're shit at it. <laughs> let's, uh, let's hit up the Discord then. So uh, Ross Cook started us off with the game. Yeah. You ever seen the game? I think so. David Finch's follow-up to Seven. Yeah, I think I have seen and it. It's a long I time would say ago. his... what Probably... More forgotten movies. Yeah. Uh, it's Michael Douglas. Is it? Yeah. No, I don't know if I have, to be honest. Really good twist. Good movie. Okay. Not seen it for years and years and years. <laughs> don't spoil it for me, then. <laughs> I might watch it. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't spoil it for everybody else. It's not for me. <laughs> uh, and his other pick is The Boy. The Boy is a great shout. Because that, that is a neat little horror film that then twists sure. and tells you, actually, I'm not a neat little horror film at all. Can I, can I spoil it? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to spoil the boy. It. Is it, is, so, yeah. It's a, you think it's a haunted doll, don't you? You do, all the way through. But it's a real, haunt, not haunted it's person. A, it's a person <laughs> living in the walls of the house, pretending it's the doll. Yeah. It is a fine twist. It's a really good twist when it happens. Because you don't yeah. see it coming at all. It's, it's kind of on the sort of don't look now yeah. kind of twist. It's a great shout by Ross Cook. Rossy Ross Cook. I don't know why I've just called him that. <laughs> Uh, Alex in the Discord is uh, going for Fight Club. Yeah, I think I that's the correct answer. I think we've all had that with Fight Club. Yeah, especially given like when that movie came out relative to our age and the age of a lot of our peers. Yeah, we were eighteen when that movie came out. You're impressionable, and 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 Fight Club is like at that time. I think Fight Club probably holds a record for me in the most frequent watches of it within like a two or three <laughs> periods. I think I've probably seen Fight Club more than I've seen any other film. I will give you that. Maybe some Christmas movies I've seen more, but <laughs> Fight Club, I think it's probably the one I've intentionally watched more than any other. And it is, it, I don't think you can argue that it is the best movie twist of all time. I think the the argument is definitely up there. I think it would definitely be... It would have been the one I said. It would be, be one of the first ones that would pop into a lot of people's minds. Yeah. 100%. 100%. It's that and the sixth sense, isn't it? They're the, they're the two, like, what people talk about yeah. with movie twists. Uh, Chris from the Time Shifters podcast is Shifters. going with The Others. I've seen The Others. I don't remember the twist. I'm not going to lie. I remember it when it came out. I've seen it when it came out, but I don't remember what the twist was. I think it might be similar to The Sixth Sense. I have seen it once okay. years ago. It's Nicole Kidman, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Can't spoil that one. We don't know what the twist is. <laughs> we can't remember. We've got bad memories. <laughs> I've seen it once many years ago. Uh, Ross has come back with another twist, but it's not at the end of a movie. Okay. Because something that left a big impression of him was about 15 to 20 minutes into Avengers Endgame. Yeah. 
It's a great, I know what you're going to say. It's a great when shout. When five years later comes up. Yeah. Nobody saw that. Nobody knew that was coming and nobody saw it coming. No, that whole sort of, we've disposed of Thanos within 10 minutes of this <laughs> yeah. sequel. Yeah. And then the, yeah. Was it the last time Marvel was good? What, before those five years? No, I mean, after <laughs> that movie. <laughs> At that point in that movie, <laughs> no, that's the end. No, no, that movie. Yeah, no, it definitely was. There definitely, there was last time it was excellent, for sure. Uh, Wayne is going with The Prestige. Yeah, that's a great shout as well. That's a good film. Yeah. That's Chris Nolan, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is, yeah. yeah. Christian Bale. And Hugh Jackman? Yeah. And Michael Caine? David Bowie. David Bowie in it? He is, isn't he? I don't know. I'm sure he is. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of chat for me to scroll through. Yeah, there was a lot of... Uh, we we went off on a spoilers tangent as well during this conversation in the Discord. Uh, Sam in the Discord suggests Arrival. Yeah, great one. Amazing movie. Amazing movie. I remember seeing that in the cinema and being like blown away by it. Uh, or Knives Out. Yeah, I can see that. That's uh, a more modern one. That's a good twist. The Knives Out is big in the news at the minute. It's just hit the cinemas Where it turns today. out we've got a Sequel. suicide, not a murder. Yes. And you find out straight away. Yeah. And then it's like... The twist doesn't have to be at the... No, it's literally the right at the beginning. And then yeah. Glass Onion's out in the cinema now for a week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it came out today then for a week. And Netflix, then just, Netflix before before, just before Christmas. And then Ryan Johnson said today that he's going to start writing the third one in the new year. Yeah, because Netflix have bought two. Two, yeah. Off him for, I don't know, a quarter of a billion dollars <laughs> or something like that. Look, I think we've got to mention this one. It's a classic. Yeah. One that springs to mind yeah on this topic it's the usual suspects yeah you've got to mention it can you it's such a shame kevin spacey's a cunt isn't he he's ruined all these great <laughs> hey, movies look, i'm not even a... gonna bleep that i mean, I mean... kevin spacey's only half the problem with this movie but, it's yeah. directed by brian singer yeah, there, is, that as there well. is absolutely no uh sort of yeah. defending any well th- you know those two aspects of this movie what a fucking wonderful film though as well and they've ruined it they can't even talk about it now bastards it's a good twist it is a great twist <laughs> it is a great twist it's again it's now like a I tainted said, movie yeah like i said earlier it's the fight club in the sixth sense and the usual suspects they're the three big twist movies aren't they that people talk about they're the three i was expecting to pop up yeah, I mean, my someone else has mentioned mine in here, so do, do I go with it or do I wait until <laughs> I reveal my? I'll ignore it and I'll I'll name check you uh, when it gets to mine. Uh, the Descent is yeah. mentioned in here. That's a good one. Yeah. Have you seen The Descent? I have. Yeah, yeah. It's a good film. Yeah. It's the potholing horror movie, horror monster movie. Th- that reveal at the end is heartbreaking as well. When it's like, oh shit. Can I spoil I it? I'm going to spoil it. Yeah, yeah spoil you, it. you think she gets out at the end and she gets back to her car and drives away, and it turns out she's just dreaming she's and wishing she's, she was out and yeah, she's, she's still not, stuck she's in still the... stuck there being she's about to be killed by these goblin things yeah. it's heartbreaking like i i'm not against it i remember enjoying the movie yeah but i i and i'm not seen i don't even know if i've seen it since i saw it i'm pretty sure i saw it at the cinema yeah um i i can remember thinking oh is it it did this really good movie need that twist yeah i think that's fair but I'd need to go and watch but it. But it did. Because it is really good and it's a really good twist. What else we got? Uh, we have got... I think that's about it. Okay. Uh, oh, no. Uh, we've got a couple more. Sorry, right at the end of the chat. Uh, Smiley Turner suggests identity. 
As soon he said that to me this afternoon, and I'm like, yeah, you really like that movie. I love that movie, and I'd com- it's I would movie. If he hadn't said movie. it, I wouldn't have thought of it. But it is a wonderful twist. Yeah, it's a really good twist. Which is uh, identities of death. I feel like it was a reasonably big movie at the time, but I, th- I think it's definitely a forgotten about. Yeah, hundred percent. So correct me if I'm wrong. So again, a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. So all these characters in this movie, there's all this sort of drama and and sort of chase and killing happening around yeah. this motel. Yes. In the middle of a storm. Yeah. Powers knocked out, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and it turns out at the end that all the characters that you've been following through this movie are all in the head yeah. of this One. mental patient. Yes, correct. The yeah. whole thing's in the in his head. Yeah, it's John Cusack and Ray Liotta. Yes, Ray Liotta. Yeah, it is. It's watch a great movie. I might watch that movie again. I want to find out where that movie is. Somebody's got it surely on streaming. Yeah, it must be. You great. Think- I think as a, as a sort of. It's not the cleverest, but it's fun and it's yeah, just it's, it's just, just simple out there, little, yeah. isn't it? Simple little. Um, great twist. I remember seeing that twist for the first time. It's like that's a great show. And another suggestion from Smileyton is Saw. Yeah, that was that was my answer. So I think the the twist at the end of Saw, when the first time you see Saw, see Saw, <laughs> first time you see Saw, that that twist, you do, I didn't see it come in, yeah. and it blew I, my mind. And I, I have. I think I saw it with you at the cinema. Yeah, you would have. And I have a, a... It's one of my strongest memories in a cinema. Yes. Didn't know anything about this movie that I can remember. I wrote, oh, do you want to come and see this horror movie? Yeah, fine. Yeah, nobody knew anything about it when it came out. It was There was a but few billboards appeared around town. Yeah, but it didn't really I... have a... I don't really remember it having a sort of momentum no, it behind didn't. it. It didn't. It literally came out nowhere. It came out of Halloween. Captivated like, by it. And yeah. fuck, when that guy stands up at the end. Yeah, it's the best it's, twist. It's, yeah. It's incredible. It's the, incredible. And now it's like, right, it's wrote, everyone knows it. Yeah. It, but I, I just remember the first time watching that in the cinema. Didn't know anything about this movie. Yeah. But my God, what a good twist And that's the sole reason that that franchise kept going. If that twist wasn't there, that franchise wouldn't have gone for as long as it did. It, yeah. it, it hooks people in and makes them want to watch the next ones. Yeah. And it, it is, it's right up there with, with, with Fight Club. For they spent the best eight one movies movie. trying to recapture that magic. Yeah, they did. They're still going. There's another one coming. Yes. So, yeah. I think Saw's the right answer. I've got a, t- a couple of... Um, these are terrible movie twists. Do you want me to go yeah, for them? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I'm surprised Wayne didn't say The Village because I know how much he loves that film. Oh, what a movie that is. <laughs> I remember when me and Wayne went to this. I can't remember who was with us. Were you there? Uh, I've not, I we don't, went to the cinema no, to see it. No, I don't think I can't remember me. who we were with. And the film ended and Wayne got out of his seat in a packed cinema and just went, well, that was fucking bullshit. And everybody just laughed because it was the, the twist at the end of that movie is terrible. You just, it's, it's, you ne- they never tease it. You never see it coming and it just happens. The village time. is the one where you think it's all in ye olde time. time and it turns out it's in the modern day. Yeah. But the, for me, the worst movie twist is The Purge. Right. The twist at the end of The Purge is awful. Remind me, I know I've seen it. I don't, but... I don't even know if it's a full-on twist, but it's where they're like, they're all the rich people are doing it at the end of the first movie. Yeah. And it's like, oh, really? And then they're just like having tea and coffees in their houses and stuff. Yeah. The, 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 for me, the, the Purge franchise is great. The first Purge movie is terrible for me. But the rest the of them are really good. the only one I've seen of that. I franchise. really like the rest of them, but I really don't like that first one. Yeah. But you, those two are the worst. But, I was when we asked this question, Saw and Fight Club came into my head. Yeah, I think I think they will jump answers. into a lot of people's heads. Yeah. Uh, for me, 
Uh, it was suggested in, in the Discord by Sam. Uh, again, really powerful cinema experience I remember having, and that is uh, Frank Darabont's adaptation of The Mist. Yeah. It's and crushing. It's, it's absolutely soul-destroying. It's the twist at the end the of that twist movie. The twist at the end of that movie is devastating. It's really, even Stephen King. Look at you picking a Stephen King I know. thing and me not. That's, how, wow, how, how the, the, tables how the turns have tabled. <laughs> even Stephen King admits that that's a better ending. Yeah. So for him to say that when he doesn't like anything that's ever adapted of his stuff. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's it's great. It's such a great film as well. It never gets talked about. No. Nobody really talks about The Mist as a, a great Stephen King adaptation. It's great. It's Thomas Jane. He's great. Yeah, he is. He is. It's a great movie. Uh, you Check know, it out. I think it's on Netflix. Faced with almost certain death of him and his family. Yeah. He he kills his entire family. He does indeed. Well, he's got no choice. That's... They're about to be eaten by monsters. Turns the gun on himself. Then the mist lifts. Yeah, and the, the rescuers come. Away. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Oh, it's, it's actually on all four in the UK. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. What a movie. Great movie. Great real talk. Good Thanks talk. for everybody who participated. If you want to participate more, either answer us on the socials or come into the Discord. Yeah. Again, Discord links in the show notes. Check us out. There's a couple of watch-alongs in the Discord. You unfortunately missed them, but yeah. we, we do watch-alongs every so often in the Discord. We did we watched two movies in a row at the weekend. Amazing. We watched Robert 2 and Robert 3. <laughs> it's not what they're called. I just can't remember what they are called. The Curse of Robert the Doll is one. Like the toy maker, or I think something the third, like that. yeah, I think the third one's called the toy maker, but it should be called the shit origin story of Robert the Doll. <laughs> so boring. The second one's all right; it's better than the first one, but the f- fucking third one was <laughs> devastatingly boring. So yeah, we do watch-alongs in the Discord, so come along and just join us. Join us in there. It's cool. cool fun. We have great times. Let's get out of here. Let's what are we it. watching? What uh, are we watching on the movie show this week, Nick? Be back here on Thursday as we talk about a movie called Double World. We do a Chinese fantasy action movie. Yeah. What more could you want from a bottom of the street? I'm not saying any more. No, normally. I want you to come back and listen to us on Thursday. I've genuinely no idea what you think of this, (laughs) and I'm really excited to find out. So, yeah. Come back on Thursday to listen to us talk about Double World. Cheers. Bye.